Hey everybody, welcome back to Pursuing with the Pips. This is Jaden. And this is Haley. Welcome back. Yes, thank you guys for joining us again today on this lovely day, whatever you're listening on. Whenever you're listening, wherever you're listening, we appreciate you guys tuning in and uh, allowing us to allowing us to allow God to speak through us and allowing us to have a conversation with you. Yes, and like we say every single time, if you get the chance to leave us a review or a rating wherever you're listening, that would be great, and that helps us um, be promoted more to people who are looking for a Christian podcast. Yes, as usual, we are pumped and excited like we always say and yes this is the day before we're putting this episode out because it's our thing is <laughs> what we do but it is, it's just kind of our routine yes we're back again and we got something that we believe god is speaking and we want to share back, it with you back 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 again 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 yep <laughs> <laughs> so uh something kind of funny i always ask Haley what our title should be and she comes with a good titles, but I was just laughing at her because she gives me the most simple titles I could ever like. I'm over here trying to brainstorm a, a great title that's going to be all this stuff, and she because just gives me these little t- one or two word people titles. like simple. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about faith, then our I faith, would, yeah, that's just <laughs> the kind of title I would give it. Yeah. So today, don't hate on me. I'm not hating. I'm just saying. You're cool. So today we're going to be talking about like our response to things and how we respond to situations in life. And he said, what's a good title? And I said, our response. And he started laughing. Because <laughs> I'm over here thinking of like, I'm talking about questions or some kind of good, Obviously, elegant title. Obviously, if anybody's like, ever listened to our podcast, they know that all of our titles are simple. So you always go with my title. Yeah, I know. I always do. And I will probably listen to it. It'll probably be called something along the lines of... It better be called Our Response. Our response. Because we're talking about our response. We're talking about our response. Stop. All right. My bad. All right. So we're talking about our response to things. And so this morning when I was reading my Bible and I was praying, God brought me back to a scripture that I read yesterday that didn't jump off the page of me yesterday. But as I turned, opened my Bible this morning back to 1 Peter and I was getting ready to read chapter 3. God stopped me in my tracks, and he uh, showed me something out of what I read yesterday that didn't even jump off the page to me. And I was just telling Haley this. This is really harsh scriptures when you read these, but I want you to kind of listen and under, and get the, what he's saying here, okay? So let's read, uh, if you have your Bibles, turn with me, <laughs> to 1 Peter chapter 2. We're going to read verses 18 through 25-ish. And uh, it says, Servants, be submissive to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the harsh. For this is commendable, if because of conscience toward God one endures grief, suffering wrong, suffering wrongfully. For what credit is it if when you are beaten for your faults you take it patiently? But when you do good and suffer, if you take it patiently, this is commendable before God. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow in his steps." who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in him, who, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but he committed himself to him who judges righteously, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sin, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but now have returned to the shepherd and the overseer of your souls. And so this is really harsh, Basically, in essence, it's saying, you know, it's talking to, to slaves here and their masters or servants and their masters saying, if 
if if a if you do nothing wrong and you get beaten, be careful how you react, and that would be very difficult to not want to right. But talking about more on our scale of things and our lifestyle, if you get handed the short end of a stick, if you get handed, you know, maybe the the worst end of a deal, or maybe you're not treated just like you think you should be treated, or maybe you don't get something to go just your way, mm-hmm. how you react. And this is what God was speaking to me this morning because. You know, God has blessed me in many areas of my life, but there's also areas of my life when I wasn't the first pick or I wasn't the, you know, the top, whatever. And he was just showing me this this morning that my reaction to my circumstances says something to God about myself and about who I am and about, you know, that makes sense. Right. Yes, for sure. A lot of times um, in like situations that we face on a daily basis, we make things worse by our reaction. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. And there's a, there's a saying that I've heard before. Do you have something else? No. Oh, there's a saying that I heard before that um, as I was praying and asking God what I was talking about in this podcast, he brought all this back to me. And um, I think this might have been on a sticky note on your dad's desk or something one day when yeah, I was walking by. It, it was paper on it. This is it. Okay, yeah. Uh, but I think I've heard it even before that. But it says, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it. You know, you can be in, in, in not so great situations and if you choose to respond with a positive attitude and with a smile on your face and just be thankful for the good things you have and count your blessings, it can totally turn that situation around. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it may not be the most desirable situation, but it don't have to be a bad day or a bad life because you've been handed a bad deck of cards. That's just like there's plenty of people that have all the money in the world that aren't happy. Exactly. And there's people that don't have hardly any money and are. And it's are just happy. just the different, right. you know, which we know. A lot of times, which comes from God, we can get that joy and happiness from God. Absolutely. But it's sometimes um, just the way you view your circumstances. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And I, I think that's what we're getting to. You know, it's kind of just being thankful. How thankful really are we? Are we? Yeah. Are we um, the type of people who feel like we deserve everything? And, and if we don't get it our way, we're going to throw a fit. Or are we the type of people who are going to be thankful for everything that we have, no matter what happens, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where we're going here because another scripture that I pulled is Matthew 5, 45. And I didn't pull the full scripture, but just the reference of it, you can go back and read it to get the full context. But basically it says here, and Jesus is speaking, that it rains on the just and the unjust, and the sun shines on the just and the unjust. Yeah. And so God doesn't promise that Christians are going to have perfect little easy lives and they're never going to have to go through anything or never have to suffer or never going to have to do any, you know. And the Bible teaches all throughout the gospel and all throughout the epistles of Paul and Peter and even like what we just read, there's going to be suffering. And many of the epistles in the in the letters in the, in the New Testament say, you know, count it all joy when you fall into various trials and to suffer like a good servant of the Lord Jesus Christ and to, and to uh, join Christ in his suffering. You know, like all this stuff like, how do you handle when you are not on top the best, given, you know, first priority? Mm-hmm. Can you take the second seat like Jesus did? Yeah. And then not just take, like sometimes people take it and with complaints and groaning. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. It's not just also just taking it just to take it, but like how do you handle right. it? Like, yeah, you might be able to sit back and let someone else do something or you might be able to s- I don't know how to explain that, but yeah, exactly. like you might not be in the best situation, but just like we said, it's a response. Like you can make it 10 times worse mm-hmm. and bre- uh, make it worse for the people around you with a bad response as well. Right. Yeah. And th- this is a perfect example right here. So 
God just blessed me with a new job, okay? I'm moving into a new position at work, and uh, something my supervisor said to me that kind of goes right along with this. He said that, you know, now that you've been given this new position, well, now you have to retrain your replacement. And he said, now I've seen people who get are in your shoes who they do one of two things. They either drop everything at the job they're doing now and just stop caring and start doing, you know, a half job and don't really put their effort into it anymore. And I've seen people who still give the job they're working at now, give it their all until their last moment working there. Yeah. And he says, it makes all the difference. And it says a lot about you. Yeah. And he says, so make sure you're careful which one you do. And yeah. that's the same thing. How, how, do I, how do you respond? Yes, I've just been blessed with this opportunity, but now I've got to train the next guy. So I, am I going to slack up or am I going to continue to be a good worker? Right. Yeah, that's perfect. That's all you got. In that's a perfect example. <laughs> that's a perfect example. Yeah. Because so, I mean, which it goes along with everything we're saying, just your attitude. Yeah. Makes a world of difference. Absolutely. And like if you go in there, say training this guy and like you're not really giving it your all or anything and you have a bad attitude and you're just ready to get out. then Right. Everyone's going to be able to see that all over Exactly. You. And it's going to do something negative to my reputation in the first place. You mm-hmm. know, It's definitely not going to represent Christ well right. that I'm dropping my responsibilities here because I'm somewhere else in my mind. You know, mm-hmm. And so um, yeah, there, there's several examples of this throughout the Bible, and I kind of wanted to talk about a few. And so many of you know the story of Job. Job lost absolutely everything. He lost his family. He lost his health. He lost absolutely everything. And I wanted to read the scripture that describes Job's response, right? our response. And it says in Job chapter 1, verse 20, then it says, Then Job arose, tore his clothes, or tore his robe, and shaved his head, and he fell to the ground and worshipped. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I shall return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin nor charge God with wrong. Mm -hmm. And so it just shows here that Job was a super blessed man before all this went down. Like he says he was he had favor with God and man and he had all all kind of stuff and all kind of, you know, good relationships and good standing with people and he had he had it made in the shade. And then one day Job lost everything. And the man who had everything then lost everything. How does he respond? He tears his clothes clothes and it says he worshiped God and said, I came here with nothing and I'll leave with nothing. And it says he did not curse God in all this. Yeah, you know? and I'll tell you another thing that Job did is that he didn't let the negativity of his friends even drag him into blaming God. Yes. Like he still, like his um, friends, they were, Lord, Job is so, the book of Job can be so long and he's, <laughs> it's just his friends talking to him the whole time. Yeah. They're not very good friends, but they're like, you must have did something wrong. Right. You know, basically what they're saying is, you must have did something wrong. You need to, you know, like, God did this to you because you did something wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, Adam and Adam and Adam. And he's just like, you know, he's not saying anything against God. He's like, listen, I don't really know, you know, yeah. why this happened. But God's still good. He's guarding his response. Yeah. Just like we're saying here. And I'm sure it was difficult. I mean, even yeah. the man's wife. Yeah, even his wife. Not just his friends. His wife was like. Curse God and die, or something. Right. Like that. She said, she she said why that? don't you just curse, curse God, God and die? And die. She should have said, "Woman, get out of here." Right. Why do you die? Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean that. <laughs> I don't know what you said. So. Uh, I was about to say something dumb. Oh. She was just wild. She yeah. was wild. She was a bad influence. She was trying to get him 
to respond in the wrong way. And that's a good point because a lot of times, you know, people, if you let them, they will convince you to respond in the wrong way. You know, that wasn't right what they did to you. That was, That's not right that you, you're serving God and you have that circumstance, you know, mm. or like you're, you're this and you have that or they're, they really love you and they put you in that situation. But what you need to do is guard your response. Yeah, that's a you good know, one. It says a lot about uh, to God how you respond. Mm-hmm. Another one, uh, David. You know, God anointed David to be king over Israel. And the king, the current king, Saul, found out and he saw the anointing on David's life and he was trying to kill David. And so you see a lot of stories of, you know, Saul attempts to kill David. And at one point, Saul, uh, David runs in a cave and hides. And while Saul is chasing him, trying to kill him, Saul goes into the cave to use the bathroom. And it says David sneaks up on him, cuts the corner of Saul's robe off and shows it to Saul and says at later and says, look, God delivered you into my hand. I could have killed you. And he said, but that's not how I'm going to do because you are the Lord's anointed. And he said, that's not how I'm going to deal with you. He I, said, actually, I could have killed you. I knew that. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I know. Like, Boy, look what I got. Exactly. He said, I could have killed you, but this is my response. And then it says, it's like Saul melted basically. And like he was like, you know what? You're right. I shouldn't have done this. You're a man of God, all this stuff. But then a couple chapters later, he's trying to kill him again. Here we go, right? But... David's so response. Wild. Like, how can you not feel someone cut off the end of your rope? <laughs> I guess it was a long rope. <laughs> it must have been. <laughs> yeah. Imagine just using the bathroom in a cave and somebody sneaking up behind you. I bet he had to have a gas mask on. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably like, imagine Saul being like, dang, I thought I was in privacy. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. Right. Just- That's right. Like, you were in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Another one, another story in the Bible is Joseph. I don't know how many of you know the story of Joseph, but Joseph was a man of many dreams. He had dreams that uh, he was going to be ruler over his brothers and all this stuff, and his brothers were jealous and envious, and his brothers sold him into slavery, almost killed him. But Joseph, he never responded negatively. All the while, he was just serving God, thankful for where he was at, and he every place he went, God had favor on him. He ended up being the second to Pharaoh, and through Joseph's life, he brought all of his family, the ones who betrayed him, into Egypt to live and to survive a famine. And so there's another opportunity for you to curse your family and, you know, be mad at them and all this stuff. But how do you respond? And then the final and most important one that God was speaking to me about was Jesus. And we already talked a little bit about this one, but Jesus, and I have a scripture for that as well. In Isaiah 53, I'm going to read a lot of this. This is the prophecy about what's to come of Jesus, and then we know what actually happened to him. So it says, starting in in Isaiah 53, verse 4, it says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. And so we see here, and just like it said in First Peter, that Jesus was a righteous person, never sinned before, and was paying the worst punishment for sin possible. And yet he wasn't arguing. He wasn't 
begging on his knees to not to make it go away. He wasn't complaining. He wasn't cursing God. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he That's responded. Good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, so my title was something about responding like Jesus, but I couldn't figure, figure oh, it out. That's so. good. No, it's not. It's yes, our it response. Is. Our response. No, I like that. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's good. <laughs> is anybody else? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so. No, that's good. You got anything else? No, I really like that though. Because that's something I feel like everybody, we can all think about and work on. And that's something that we literally have to work on 24-7. Absolutely. Our response to everything. It's so easy for us. I mean, everybody talks about their problems all the time. It's so easy for us to complain mm-hmm. and to, you know, even just nonchalantly just <sighs> about every situation, you know, every every situation that is a little bit inconvenient, you know. Yeah. So. And especially when you're around people that are complaining, it's so easy to get oh, sucked in. Yes, it's very contagious. But yeah, that's really good and something that we can all think about and learn from and think about. Are we responding like Jesus? Yes. I like that title. Let's do it like that. Let's do that. Thank you guys for pursuing with us. (laughs) Thank you.